Hi, welcome to the Three Salty Bees podcast. This is Kim, and I'm here with Camille and Brittany. And this is also your warning that we are explicit about all the things. We don't watch our language. So clutch your pearls, get that glass of wine, unless you're driving. Do whatever you got to do because we are on. Hide your kids. I'm so proud of you for doing that intro. Yeah. It just took us pointing out, like, you would be good at it. Yeah. Was so, that good? You're very good. Yes. Oh, awesome. You're okay. very good. Uh, but you didn't introduce the topic yet. That's okay. So today. That can come. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, oh. yeah, no shit. No, you know what? That No, no, no. That should never be in that case. By the way, she if you didn't hear her whisper, she said that's what she said. And then she laughed. And I'm like, no, no, no. That should She should never have to say that will come. Like, no. Like, it should multiple times happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. Like, like, not even once, but m- multiple. Just And if that's not happening, then that's a whole other podcast episode. But we will talk about this. Yes. And today we are talking about <laughs> the antithesis of that, I guess, which is like how to make your inner child happy. <laughs> no, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. I think we just feel like we just need to have like a big old button in the middle of the table. It just calls reset. All right. One, two, three. Reset. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're talk, but we are talking about our inner children, but not like the, the 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 traumatic, like really sad. I'm gonna lock myself into my room listening to the Smiths all day. Inner child, like we're talking about, like what do you do to make your inner child happy now that you're a grown up? Yes, because sometimes your inner child just wants to eat ice cream and marshmallows. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if your inner child didn't like ice cream and marshmallows, well, were you ever really a child? Then <laughs> it'd be sour gummies or nope. No. No. Mm-mm. Not having no. it. No. Okay. Even as a child, I was. Neurotic. There's different speeds. <laughs> <laughs> there's different speeds. There's like ice cream, cake, candy, mm-hmm. and then there's like your sour gummies. And sugar candy. I don't know. I'm much more a chocolate person. Like, if I'm going to indulge, it's going to be something chocolate. Y'all know this about me. But is that indulging you, the grown-up you, or is that indulging the child in you? Both, because your child just needs to be soothed. Uh Uh-huh. And you go back to... So some of us, like macaroni and cheese and uh-huh. you know comfort food uh-huh. and we think we're making ourselves happy but really that's what your inner child needed uh-huh. so and sometimes my inner child just needs to take off their shoes and go walk around outside barefoot yeah okay yeah. good it's not always food sometimes i just need or sometimes my inner child needs the my mom made me an afghan when i when she was pregnant with me i guess mm-hmm. and it's a yellow and stripy afghan and sometimes my inner child just needs to hold the afghan and go lay on my bed and like just self-soothe yeah 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 you know because it's not always food because what it yeah I w- and i was gonna say like yeah we it's like how come our go-to is always food and it might be because i don't know about y'all but the way i was raised like when i was feeling down or whatever um it was like well let's let's use food to soothe it 
you know, my dad buying me candy or Big Red or my my mom, like, you know, making sure that for dinner we were, even if it meant we were going out to eat, we ate something yummy. So it's like, does it always have to be food? And what happens when we, like, what happens when we learn to self-soothe with food? Sometimes it's not always, a, the outcome isn't positive. Right. We know yeah. that. Right. Well, my mom, she struggled with her weight her entire life and she did not have people who were even capable of telling her what she's going through, capable of telling her how beautiful she was. So not only did she make sure that we always knew that we were beautiful, she never soothed us with food. She would wrap us up in blankets and tell us that we were loved. She would be like, well, that's okay, sweetheart. At least you're pretty. If somebody <laughs> says something about you, be like, I'm prettier than you. You know it's the <laughs> truth. Like, And she would be like, oh, you are little cranky pants. Go take off your socks and shoes and go stand in, in the yard until the sun does its magic. So, you know, I didn't soothe yeah. with food when I was little. That's a behavior I developed when I was much older when I found out, you know, if you're going to cry and be pouty, it's better to be cry and be pouty with some marshmallows. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. I like I like to take breaks. Um, Camille has recently phrased it this way. I like to escape, mm -hmm. um, which for me is natural, that retreat, either going on a walk at the trail. No, you like, jump time zones. Or time zones, yes. Mm -hmm. I do have a tendency <laughs> to get in a plane and just go. Yeah. Well, the good news is nature um, is everywhere. Nature is everywhere. <laughs> but there's, there's sometimes, honestly, when I need a nap. Or, yeah. or I need a creative time out. Or as a kid, I read all the time. Yes, that really. was that was my escape because you can literally go anywhere and mm -hmm. do anything if you escape into a good book. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I try and pick up something that's going to help me learn something, but I also have all my novels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the the learning reading is should be a different book stack than your pleasure reading and yes. then also even the books that you read just for leisure or pleasure like are those really the books that make your inner child happy or do they make your adult self happy you know during lockdown that was covid what made my inner child happy and what helped me deal with it was coloring those yes books. and it wasn't necessarily oh, yeah. the adult coloring books either it was just the act of shutting up blocking everybody out and coloring making something pretty and bright and i colored a lot a lot would i do it now see that does not relax me i can go and paint the most complicated pottery thing mm -hmm. and be totally in silence for like three hours but i and create something beautiful but you give me a coloring book and, and colored pencils or crayons, and I'm going to get... You might have this. the wrong coloring book. Like, maybe we need to get you, like, the coloring book that I love the most, which is called the fucking awesome coloring book. I have that one. Okay, awesome. <laughs> or, like, the naked the naked people coloring book. We'll get you those markers, like, in the, like, skin the tones. Flesh tone the markers. The multicultural, like, like, flesh tone markers, and you just, like, color naked people. I'm still... This still is not <laughs> inspiring me in the least. Like, there's a lot of other creative things I'd rather do that would make me totally happy. I think, I think her, her, her child likes complex and likes the juxtaposition of the colors and the this and the that. When me and Kim want to self-soothe our inner child, 
it just likes to be quiet and do something mindless and do something we and don't play. Have to about. That's true. My and play. my friend actually commented mm-hmm. on this when we went painting pottery. She's like, I love how you say we're going to go take a break and relax and you choose the absolute most complicated thing to paint. Yes. When, whenever you want to relax and we're just going to go do something fun, it's, it, it is fun, but you like to think it out and you like to have a strategy mm-hmm. and it's always mapping something out and that makes you very happy. See, and this is what I mean by there being a difference between what makes your adult self happy and your inner child happy because I, will, I love to puzzle solve too, right? So like for example, building bookshelves. And figuring out how to build the crown molding and fi- figuring out how to refinish furniture. That's Those are very complex processes that are that totally completely speak to my design and creative mind. But I am very well aware that that's, I'm loving it, but it is very much my adult side loving it. So why don't you help us understand what you're talking about? Because you, you have done more of a deeper dive into inner child work. Uh-huh. Yes. So yeah. what are you talking about so we can put it in better context? So for the last year, I've been on a journey called a soul retrieval. And I'm not going to explain what that is. Y'all are free to go look it up because like I said, it would be like a whole other podcast episode so or several uh, to explain exactly what it is. But basically, um, during a really deep shamanic meditation, a journey I um, had a vision of my inner child at a time in my life when my parents were divorced and my inner child said that uh, basically she wasn't ready to leave the place that she was in and the place that she was in was in this ranch house that my dad was living in at that time out in West Texas and she was playing Atari video games on her Atari on a little black and white TV just like I did and I had this vision of her and I asked her are you ready to come home to me and she said no I, I, I need to play some more and so what I did after that was I went out and I bought a purple candle a veladora you know the tall seven day prayer candles I bought a purple one because I loved purple when I was that age. So I, I bought her that candle, and I just happened to have some Hello, don't ask why, but I had some Hello Kitty stickers in my in my desk drawer in my office, and I had some glitter, took some glitter, glitter out of, my, um, out of my, my craft supplies, and I fixed this candle up with some essential oils and some glitter and stuck Hello Kitty stickers all over it, and took a glitter pin and I drew puffy heart balloons like all over the outside of it just like I did when I was that age and I heart unicorns and you know stupid shit like that and it was just fun it was just childish and it was fun and it was amazing and then I meditated again burned that candle meditated again and imagined that I got to go take her roller skating and it was that was it was really cool and I came out of that meditation feeling so uplifted. And that is one way that you get in touch, you can get in touch with your inner child, right? Like mm-hmm. go back to a time when you were young and think about what is it that you liked to do or journal about it? Like what is it that brought me joy when I was a kid? You know, the color, the color purple, like puffy heart, 
balloons, unicorns, roller skating, and then let yourself go experience that. Hello Kitty, like whatever it is, let yourself go experience that. So, you know, I'm wondering, Brittany, like, did you like to paint when you were little? So, um, I also have some fractured inner child work to do, which Kim and Camille know about. Um, For the sake of the podcast, it's not something I want to delve into just yet, but it is there. And what I now know is I had what made me happy was finding ways to feel safe and secure. Mm -hmm. So I was the kid, the reason I like to retreat, I'm safe and secure with myself 100% of the time. That helps me recharge. I don't like coloring because I feel confined to the lines that are on the paper. Oh, awesome doesn't mean I didn't draw. If my grandfather were here, he would tell you about me drawing clown faces all over his <laughs> workbench when I was young. Um, so cute. there, yeah, there was no safe surface, essentially, <laughs> uh, if I had a marker. Uh, Sharpies, too. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you write yeah. on walls? I don't know if I wrote on walls. I would say Brittany did not write on walls because Brittany's sneaky. <laughs> you were gonna have to she wrote find on the, the wall behind the she headboard. wrote on the wall behind, behind the, the dresser she wrote in the closet wall she would be that kid that pulled up the edge of the carpet to write he 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 on there and put it down I, maybe I we see, need to take you but, to like a fancy hotel or something and 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 block everyone's view while you take up a oh bit of the God. carpet and write something and then yeah. run away yeah yeah <laughs> Or Hotel, and I'm just vandalizing it. <laughs> Obviously, what my but, inner child like to get other people in trouble too. Like cre- creative things, like I mean, I do naturally just have an analytical mind, so like jigsaw puzzles, puzzles. Like I've done a lot of work on reflecting what I used to do as a child, and there, like I always sought out the things that I could do by myself, mm-hmm. which I think why now as an adult I. I try and push myself to be a little more social and do things with other people, but there's, it comes after having a certain level of trust there because I am still still healing mm-hmm. quite a bit from some of those uh, wounds. But um, yeah, no, I, I think even as a kid, I read all the time. It didn't mm-hmm. matter if it was a picture book, a chapter book. I mean, that's what I love to do because I could escape mm-hmm. to other other realities, other mm-hmm. places, um, kind of investigate in this, you know, fictional world of what I might want to do when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. So little things like that. But I I truly am the happiest when I can just pull away from the world Mm -hmm. and recharge. And that to me is my inner child. Maybe drawing. (laughs) But I mean, it's creative in something. It's like always doing some sort of artistic pursuit using my hands. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I used to, 
when I was younger, before I was and before I was married, like I used to sometimes bring my inner child happy just by going to see a movie that nobody else wanted to see. I do that. So some people think it's odd, but I will actually take myself to the movies. It, it's yeah. a personal, it's a date with myself, like mm-hmm. getting out there, doing something I want to do, which is totally fun. And yeah, I don't know. What about you, Camille? My inner child loves to not be neurotic. So when I do travel outside of my comfort zone, that is making my my inner child happy. So she's very unhappy most of the time. Um, So for me, it's going places by myself. Because while I do not necessarily enjoy a whole bunch of people around me, once I have a good base of people, then I want them to come with me. And my inner child wants to be by herself sometimes. So sometimes I'll do stupid things like go to Costco and go up and down every aisle. I'll have a basket and I have my headphones on. I'm not putting anything in that basket, but I'm also not talking to anybody. I don't think that's stupid at all. No. And you just look at everything? I just look at everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, I don't have my judgmental little teenage babies with me. I don't have anybody rushing me. I'm not on any kind of timeline. I don't need anything, so I'm not worried about my budget or money. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking and touching. The window and shopping. I'm window shopping. Mm-hmm. And I like to go hiking, not when it's a million and one degrees outside. Yeah. So I haven't gone in a very long time. But I like to go on nice walks with just me and my dogs because my dogs never ask me for anything. They don't have to talk to me. <laughs> they can just be right there. And my dogs are a little mean. So other people don't want to come and talk to me because I have one of those very inviting faces, I guess. And people always want to say, oh, where are you going? How are you doing? Da, da, da. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> Do you not see my inner child crying right now? Aww. I'm trying to soothe her. Um, I was the youngest out of four children, and my house was always a hub for other people's kids. Uh-huh. So being by myself and self-soothing is very comforting to me. When something bad happens, I like to be by myself. And people are like, oh, no, we need to make you happy again. I'm like, but do you? (laughs) Do you have the tools to undertake making me happy? Like, under the best of circumstances, people don't make me happy. So in the worst of circumstances, I'm not expecting much. Is this this when we cue the Miley Cyrus, I can buy myself flowers? I can buy myself Mm -hmm. flowers. That or Taylor Swift's, me, hi. I'm the problem, it's me. Yeah, one of those two. I used to buy myself flowers um, when I lived near a flower wholesaler that also retailed them pretty inexpensively, and I used to buy myself flowers all the time. So it was it was interesting. It was really interesting when I'd buy myself flowers, and then you know, I used to boys would too. be like, "Who bought you flowers?" And I'm like, "Why are you asking?" <laughs> You know what? I used to do that too. I buy flowers for my apartment or even when I got married for my home. And boys would be like, well, who bought you flowers? If you were buying me flowers, Obviously you not wouldn't you. have to worry about it. Obviously you, it wasn't you. Have you ever noticed? Maybe like, you should have. Like if you, if you get flowers or someone sees you with flowers, like immediately their desire to ask you all the personal questions yes. raises like tenfold. Oh, you got flowers? Who are they from? What is it for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bitch, please. I had, um, we, I used to work in a very toxic environment, and there was one girl, I, I don't know why, but it seems like the whole staff loved to bully her. 
And she was really quiet, and she'd go in her car and cry. And she'd oh, my God. Me. That's horrible. Yeah, it is. So one day, I sent her flowers. Mm-hmm. And on the card, it was like, pretend like this says something beautiful and inspirational, but also know that you are beautiful, and you're my inspiration. Love you, Camille. Right? Uh-huh. And she read it, and she was like, oh. And again, all these people who used to have mean stuff to say to her come up and, oh, who are they from? Da-da-da-da. And she just looks at them, and she's looking at them, and she's doing the panoramic view, and she goes... From none of y'all. Have a good day. Oh, and I was like, oh good yeah. for her. Good yeah. for Do you her. Know I've never been given flowers by someone I've not been related to. What? Yeah. That's because we have this crazy idea that people they all have to give us flowers, but they in reality they don't. They don't. But it's just like it's intriguing to me. You know what? Somebody really has to be thinking about you to buy you flowers. I it's know. not something that people just... And then they get all awkward about it. Yeah. You know. About getting you flowers? Yeah, because I remember the first time my husband and we were dating, and we were well into dating already, and he got me flowers, and he was so neurotic about it. Like, are these the right flowers? I tried to get the flowers you like. I'm not really sure exactly which oh, kind of really? flowers you like. Yeah, he was, and I was like, it could have been flowers from the side of the road. I would have been fine. <gasps> what? I couldn't get you flowers from the side of the road. What are you talking And I was like, oh, my God, you totally missed the point. I think I would be so ecstatic. So one thing about me is I love giving gifts more than I love receiving them sometimes Mm -hmm. I think it's because I don't I'm not good at placing the appreciation or why ever whatever reason I'm getting the gift for but um I think I would just be so astounded and flabbergasted I got flowers Mm -hmm. that I I would probably love like does it matter what kind no I mean I have my favorite flowers but you know it doesn't I'm intentionally not even going to say what my favorite flower yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't matter. They're beautiful. Flowers mm-hmm. are flowers. Like people like flowers. All people, people. like flowers. All yeah. people like flowers. I gave I, my dad yeah. flowers once. Like I they were just I was like a kid and I picked them up off the side of the road or out of the grass <laughs> or somewhere on my way home from school and my mom was always there but my dad was there because I guess he was my dad was in the air force so mm-hmm. I don't know why he was at home in the middle of the day, but he was. And I wasn't going to give the flowers originally to my mom, but then my dad was there. I was like, oh, dad, here's some flowers for you. And he, his eyes got huge, and he was like, oh, I've never gotten flowers. Oh, that Thank was sweet. Thank you, baby. It oh, was. Oh, my God, that's so sweet. Yeah, and I gave my dad flowers, and I was like, oh, is mom going to be mad? My mom didn't care. <laughs> no, she's like, I get flowers all the time. She give did, them to yeah. your dad. Yeah. So is that an inner child thing? Yes, absolutely, so 100%. That, that, like, when, I, when I, like... Literally, like y'all, we haven't celebrated a Christmas together. Hell yeah, we have. We have celebrated Christmas mm-hmm. together. Yeah. We just don't give each other gifts. That's true. We don't need to but give each sh- other gifts because we give each other gifts mentally, spiritually, all the time. Mm. No, but he's like, it's, no, I want a gift. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're gonna have to wait until I'm not broke. No, so. really, what it is is that <laughs> both of you yell at me when I do get you gifts <laughs> because I'm a bad gift receiver. I don't know how to just say thank you. I know. Our like, wounded inner children don't know how to accept gifts from other people. Oh, well, there you, you go. and I both are the kind of people who, for us, it's easier to help others than it is to receive help ourselves. Yes. I'm the same way, but I, I just, I love give, giving gifts so much that mm-hmm. I will buy a gift. And my parents would say this all the time, like, 
You get so excited, you can't wait for when you're I couldn't to. wait yeah. for the appropriate time to give it. I'm yeah. like, I've got it. I want to give it to you now. Like, why can't I give it to you now? <laughs> yeah, just let me give it to you. So all that I has... I would never <laughs> want to tell them what it was. I'd want to give it to them. All that, that has created... my husband, and I'm like, could you have just waited? But all that's created is I will make <laughs> a list <poor> <laughs> of the gifts I want to get people for Christmas, mm-hmm. and then I hold off on getting them <laughs> so, so that there's no possible way I will, like... But I'm also the one, like, can I give it to you on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. can't wait till Christmas Day. It's too my, late. My husband can never wait. He can never wait. Poor guy. Like, he can never wait to give me the gift. And so he'll he'll start dropping hints. But he says, well, I'm not going to, I'm not telling you what it is. But, and I'm like, that's like people who spoil movies. Stop it. Stop. Just don't. Just don't. Just be quiet. Let me be surprised. But he hates to let me be surprised because he just wants to make me happy. And I'm like, it will make me happier if you let me be surprised, I promise. Okay. <laughs> He's so sweet. I mean, it's coming from a sweet place. Yeah. Okay, but I also am not really a fan of surprises. Like, I don't... It depends on the person. So if, I, if, if someone surprises me, I'm like, oh, this is a good surprise. And then, you know, maybe... it. It's okay, but in general, like, surprises for me... Are not good. Are not good. Yeah. Is that because maybe you haven't had enough good surprises? Or is it because people are bad at giving you gifts? Do we need to make sure Brittany gets good surprises? Yeah. Okay, you're going to get good surprises. We're not going to tell you what they are, but you're going to get good surprises. (laughs) And then the anxiety rises. No, 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 it's good surprises. The unexpected is coming and is... It may not be good. But, but it's but it's me and Kim, so the unexpected Well, is this is true. Eventually. And it's it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be good. And we love you, and we know you get embarrassed, so we would never do something like... But I can't be the only one that's like, wait, you're surprising me with something? Like, what the fuck? Why, why, why are you surprising me? I'm sure there are other people like, like you out there. Just, why can't you just tell me, like, let's yes. not build up the expectation of this thing that I'm probably am going to hate you know what i mean like, that is so funny <laughs> you're not gonna hate it no you're not gonna no. hate it we already know this is, is and this is i feel like this is a life lesson you know like we don't know what's around the corner we don't know what's tomorrow we don't know what's next week and we have to be okay with that and i i am usually not okay with it but i do better with surprise situations i think my inner baby does better with surprise situations because if I can anticipate it, then I can outthink you. And sometimes I ruin things mm. because I have anticipated it and I've already calculated mm-hmm. what's going to go wrong, what I'm mm-hmm. going to enjoy, the, my level of embarrassment. And by the time it happens, I'm so deadpan like, Ugh, I knew it. Mm-hmm. I ruined it for not only the person giving me the gift or trying to do something nice and surprise me, but I ruined it for myself. This is true. I guess like... What bothers me more is when someone tells me and gives me a big lead time of, I have a surprise for you. And then it's disappointing. Then my brain starts yep. spiraling. Then it's not really a surprise. Like I, the, per- the person is. is using the wrong words because yeah. they're would, just like, I have something for you, but I'm just not telling you what it is. But I think like if y'all were <laughs> su- to surprise me like right now and say, hey, we have a surprise for you and then jumped on it. Mm-hmm. I think you'd probably see a momentary look of death on my face, like. Oh yeah, I yeah. know that, and I know yeah. that look. I yeah. know that look. I've, I've seen that look before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 But it's okay because the next then, look is happiness and joy, so exactly. it's all fine. 
You rebound really good. fast. It's first Very the look fast. of, what the? And then when it's something you like, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. so bad. Not so bad. <laughs> yeah. But we have to actually, we can't just say, oh, you're going to get us. We can't say anything. <laughs> no. No, don't ever give no Brittany any kind of lead. Future husband, if you happen to be listening to this. Yes. And again, not give Brittany any kind of lead time. No, just make it happen. Just make it happen. And when you give it to her, the first look is not the meaningful look. It's the second look you're yeah. going for. And again, to 10. Yeah, yeah, you also have to know that this is, again, this goes back to our whatever wounded us as children, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- why did we learn? Why did y'all learn to not be comfortable with surprises, right? Why did you learn there's something, something's always going to go wrong? Why did you learn, right, to, to always, you know, I don't want the surprise. I want to know what it, what it is. Like, like, and I know I'm going to be somewhere in that spectrum between where y'all are too, Mm -hmm. but like, it's that, again, it's that inner child. It's whatever we learned through life that conditioned us to maybe in a way believe that we are not truly worthy of this beautiful gift that somebody is spontaneously or even planned to give us with their whole heart. Mm-hmm. And that's and my my husband knew that about me. And so that's why he freaked out and why he freaks out about buying me flowers. Because he wants to get just the perfect ones. Yeah. So after he became a father, it was a lot easier for him to say, well, those are the ones our child picked out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Because I'm going to accept those no matter how ugly they are. Yeah. <laughs> no, I they're think, not. And they're I, not ugly. They're not. There's it's no such thing as ugly flowers. Yeah. But he'll pick out, you know, especially when he's little, like the spray painted ones mm-hmm. that are all bright and stuff. And my husband's like, I know they're spray painted flowers. And I'm like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. You know, but. You know, or is the, it? Does anybody else find it weird how our inner child, something that we don't always acknowledge with our, you know, waking brain, controls our life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's weird at all. It took, it makes total sense that like, to me that this is because this is how you were conditioned to be, growing up. Yeah. So now, now when I talk to people, I'm always like, is this how they really feel as an adult, or is this their inner child? And this uh-huh. is trauma and scratching at a wound. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in my brain, I deem that it's not important. Yeah. That what, what is important is their, what they're doing right now in this yep. moment. And sometimes it's not a you problem. It's, it's a, them a them problem, problem. And it's them projecting whatever is inside of them. And that's when you have to decide in that moment. You know, I guess that's where grace comes in. I hate the way people use the word grace sometimes when what they really mean is tolerance. And tolerance yes. just means you're not going to be accepting of where someone else is. You're just going to ignore it and sweep it under the rug. Like, to me, grace is where you truly accept this is where this person is. Yeah. And it's not my battle. <coughs> right? So when I, when I use the word grace, I mean it that way, not in that superficial you mean you really don't accept them kind of way. Like, yeah. like it, maybe acceptance no, is the I better tell, word than grace. I tell people directly, I can't give you grace because your behavior is unforgivable. I need you to change it or remove yourself. And I don't care which one you choose, but you're going to choose one. That's a healthy boundary, too, if I'm hearing Yeah, you still have correctly. to have boundaries. Yeah. yeah. You, still, you can accept where a person is and uh-huh. you can meet them where they are. 
but then I need you to meet know. them where they are so they can rise to where you need them to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. You either rise to where I need you to be or you excuse yourself from me. Exactly. It's not acceptable exactly. to be an asshole to somebody. Exactly. No, never. And excuse it on a past You can't trauma use your trauma. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, yes. that's not okay. That's so karmically bullshit. them on it. Yes, do not weaponize your inner child or things that happened to you that have scarred you. Right. And then put it on my doorstep like I'm going to deal with it. That just seems like it's like universally or karmically bad because you're not actually learning. Mm -hmm. You're just using it as the excuse to be a not-so-awesome human. It's a crutch. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But but to, to look at someone and, I mean, this is where the empathy comes in, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So some people desire to be empathetic towards others mm-hmm. and that's where that true grace is coming from mm-hmm. like i get it this is how you're communicating because this is how you were brought up taught you're shielding yourself you, you know you don't want to let your guards down what have you but like i don't know i think we all the three of us anyway are out of place to where it's like we can acknowledge that and still go i have needs mm-hmm. yes. exactly Yes. And you can say, I, I understand, you're being a dick right now, and I understand, I can try to understand why you're being a dick right now, and I understand that things happen to you, and that's why you're a dick, but, like, at the same time, before we recorded, yeah, no, like, like, at the same time, like, I'm, I'm not going to allow you to treat me that way, mm-hmm. like, I cannot, I can understand where you're coming from, but I cannot allow you to treat me that way, and in education, that happened a lot. Right. Where like it's like I understand you're experiencing things and that's why you're not a nice person right now. But it is not appropriate for you to take that out on me when I'm just here to help you. And and I experienced that with not only high school students I taught, but also college students I taught. And I'm going to tell you right now, the high school students were more understanding when I turned it back on to them like that and said, you cannot you can, yeah, you're going through some stuff right now, but that can't be a reason why you treat people badly. And sometimes you're going to do it, but now you need to like make amends. So how are you going to make amends and how are you going to come back into the circle of trust, right? With your classmates, with me, whatever, like let's go through the steps. It was easier to do that with high schoolers than it was with college students. Mm. But I think that was also because I was teaching college students during COVID and nobody was able to get that deep with themselves during COVID. Which is strange we were to all me so because wounded. we were all shut in and you had the time. Like the world pretty much stopped. You had the time. We all cleaned. That's what yes. we did. But I feel like whereas I <laughs> that took that time to sorry. That took I took that time to get in touch with myself because I had the mental space and I had the capacity. And if I was gonna trigger my own mental breakdown, nobody else was gonna see it. Right. You no. Know? Right. So that's what I think me and a very few select other human beings in this world did. Everybody else, I don't know, became... No, well, we could go on mute and and have a freak out. (laughs) But not everybody had that ability. Exactly. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just said that people are different now. Oh, yeah. People are different now. Now I I am more tolerant and give more grace and... I can forgive and move on, but I will not allow the, the behavior to continue. Right. 
I will right. immediately move you out of my space. And I will tell you why I'm moving you out of my space. And does it mean you're a bad person? It means you are not a good person for me at this time. Yeah. If you'd like to resubmit your application in the future, I will be open-minded. In However, the meantime, you're on block. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Block is my favorite feature of the phones now. Block, mute, d- yep, all of it. All of it gets utilized. Back in my day, I didn't have block. We just had, what did we have? Caller ID. Yeah, caller ID. And so you still had to see that they called. I remember I would take my phone off the hook. Just oh, yeah, there was the that. Hook. Take it off the hook. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was great. Just, I don't know who's calling me now. I'm not getting any. You'd have to page me. <laughs> but anyway, were you around during pagers? Yes, I was. Okay. I mean. They were fading out, though. They were fading out, yeah. Um, I didn't have my own pager. I had a cell phone when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. My dad had a pager. I used to have a pager. My dad made sure we all had pagers so he could page us and he'd want a call back immediately. I'd be like, well, I still have to find a phone, my guy. Yeah. With yeah. your quarter in your pocket. With my quarter in my pocket. <laughs> That's right. And I remember there used to be, there was a big hubbub because the price of a phone call went up to 35 cents. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah. I had, yeah, no, I had a cell phone by then. <laughs> oh. I, I may have had a cell phone, but, but I'm older I, had... I am older than you, though. Yeah. yeah. Was it y'all who mentioned you saw a payphone recently? Like, there's a new payphone in town. I know. It's strange that I said it like that because we don't live in a small city or town. No, I, that's why I was looking at there's you. A, like, there's a payphone in my suburban town near yeah. the square. Uh huh. What? Yeah, because we, we showed it to our son and... Is it he a was real like, how do you use, use this? I think so. Yeah, it is. It's an actual working phone. So how, how much, much does it, it cost? I, you know what? I don't even know. Oh, we, should we that need be to go a field investigate trip? It. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should go investigate. All right, guys. This is where you follow us on Instagram. So you can see um, if you are young enough and you don't know what a payphone is, we're going to show you what it is. <laughs> and if you just want a bit of nostalgia, we can give that to you too. So again, our Instagram, um, feel free to follow it. I'm, yeah, I'm doing that thing where you kill time till you find what you're looking for. It is three salty bees at Instagram or on Instagram. Three spelled out T H R E E salty bees with an S on Instagram, and that's a great way to get all of us all at once instead of me sitting up here giving you our individual accounts and tell us what you do to make your inner child happy like do you color do you build things do you go roller skating do you go for nature walks do you collect flowers do you go buy yourself flowers do you go to the movies by yourselves do you eat really bad shitty food that tastes really amazing um Yes. What else? Anything else? Like what else? Get roller coasters. That's that's roller a good coasters. one. Roller coasters. You know, really wow. loud rock and roll music. I should have thrown that out there to play my guitar really loud. I love roller that's coasters. Awesome. Yes, yes. I nope. love roller right. coasters because I like adventure. I like being strapped in though. Yeah. <laughs> like let's minimize the chance of death. Yeah. And it's not even death that I fear. By the way, it is not dying but being hurt. Like, I don't want to break any bones. Okay, so we're digressing a little bit, but Mm -hmm. the Batman ride at Fiesta, Texas. Yes. I haven't been on that one. Oh, it's both frightening and exhilarating Uh, at the same same time. time. It's it's because you start off as a Uh four-year-old. 
like a pack of four, but mm-hmm. then as soon as you leave the ground, it's just two of you. Mm-hmm. And I was strapped in with no one next to me, and I thought I was gonna lose my. You're the mind. Batman. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. it was pretty good. That is you, awesome. You know what though? Um, I love roller coasters, but my inner child hates amusement parks because number one, the lines. <laughs> yeah. It's the lines and how dirty the bathrooms are. Because yeah. I was a pee pee girl. I'm still to this day a pee pee girl. It's an issue. But, and I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind telling people because then you know why finding a good public bathroom is so important to me. So maybe that's our adventure is we'll go find the payphone. Yes. And then since school's starting, uh huh. on a Monday, maybe we can steal Kim and I can clear my schedule and we'll go, go. ride roller coasters. Yes. Oh, that sounds that, like fun, That would right? be amazing. That would be amazing. Yes. Sometimes oh. I have really brilliant ideas. So that's like, I'll tell you where we went recently that didn't cost a lot of money because I didn't really buy much, but it was... Y'all bought more. Um, it was like, it was like made my inner child so happy where we went was to the, the glass coffin in Austin, the vampire store. Yes. That was, that made my, that inner child who, uh-huh. yes, loved listening to the Smiths and the Cure and Depeche, the dark days of Depeche Mode. And like, that, yeah, that made my inner child so damn happy being yes. in that place. That was amazing. That I was, loved that it. Was, that was fun and unique. and. Uh-huh. So if you don't know what the glass coffin is, it is an over-the-top metal. It's, it borders the line between fun and cringy. Right. Creepy. 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 <laughs> yes. Creepy, cringy, whatever. Yes. yes. And, I mean, as it's a dark room, lots of mirrors, total goth vibe. It was amazingly fun. And, I mean, it's close to downtown Austin, so there's a lot of other stuff to go into and see and do. Um, but it was still a lot of fun. And I think that was because we were together and we weren't on a time crunch Yeah, and we could just enjoy each other's humor and fun. And we were, we were just big children. Yeah. We're my, it, and my inner child loved watching vampire movies, like horror. The, I didn't like a lot of slasher horror films, yeah. but I loved vampire stories and re- reading them too. And so I think that's why I liked that a lot. And then the place, and then also, you know, we watch what we do in the dark. I was in the shadows. In the shadows, sorry, what we do in the shadows. So yeah. it, you know, that that night market that they had. Yes. So, so they I, I do a night show. market. They do a night market. So uh, we'll have to check that out. Yes, we will. I love that show. I'm not into the gruesome, scary movie thing either. I don't do. Scary I don't like movies. slashers. I don't do scary no, movies. I, I love a good vampire movie. Like, if I had someone next to me that I could mm-hmm. literally hide my face into their shoulder, that's literally what I would spend the entire time doing. Like, I would not <laughs> want to watch. My Actually, I'm cool with ghost movie. stories, too. Like, ghost, ghost, ghost stories. stories. Ghost yes. stories, vampire stories. Okay, I don't no. like scary movies, but no. I do like ghost stories, vampire stories. And I have a very unpopular opinion, so fix your face now. I liked Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, yes, I liked it too. Okay, good. Keanu Reeves' accent was trash as an adult, but I was young when that came out, so I thought he was just beautiful. But and Keanu's sure acting is a thousand times forgivable because of who he is. See. Keanu Reeves is like amazing. Yeah. So he's yeah, all his acting is forgivable. And then I also like that now in 2023, Kristen Dunst kissing Brad Pitt. 
was cringy. It was horrible. But whatever that movie was, I liked that too. What was the it name was of that movie? Interview with the Vampire. Yes. And <laughs> also one of Tom Cruise's best movies. I know it's cringy now in 2023 for Kristen Dunst, who I guess was like 12 at the time, to kiss a 23-year-old Brad Pitt. <laughs> now, looking back with the, with the eyes that I have now, I would have been, where was your mama? Absolutely not. I don't care how innocent the kiss looked. But I was the same age, I believe, or a little bit younger than Kristen Dunst, and that's all I wanted to do in life was to kiss Brad Pitt. Like, <laughs> did you that, read the books? Just then? I and no, and when I was a kid watching that movie, yeah, because Brad you Pitt. Don't, you don't want to kiss him now? Well, yeah, I will. Well, duh. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind <laughs> if he came up to me. I wouldn't be like, ew, cooties. I mean. <laughs> Like, come yeah. on, we have standards. Exactly. But um, I would, I would, however, I would be expecting flowers or something before the kiss happened. Well, did you read mm-hmm. the books? I never read the books as a child. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's why when I saw that movie, it didn't. I knew it was going to be cringe, already because I'd read. You know, the, mm-hmm. those of us that read the books before seeing the movie, we knew that it was coming and yeah. it was going to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's what she intended, was it to be awful. But yeah, no, yeah. Anne Rice makes my inner child happy, too. Mm-hmm. I have all her books in hardcover. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, if I ever get a chance to read again, yeah. other than textbooks, then I'll, I should read one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, my life is full of reading textbooks and stuff <laughs> for, for work and future science. And I have literary hoity-toity friends who make fun of Anne Rice, and I'm just like, we, y'all are missing out, because fun exactly. <laughs> my, my inner child would read straight trash my mom never monitored what I was reading because she was just happy that I was in the house reading and that that was her big straight thing. trash is good too yeah good with trash yeah so um again um if what is what makes your inner child happy do you believe in people having an inner child um does you know what do you do what do you do when you need to self-soothe um let us know our um you can email us at the three salty bees. That's the number three salty bees with an S at gmail.com. Or please follow us on Instagram at the three salty bees. And that's three T H R E E salty bees with an S on Instagram.com. Let us know about your inner child. And if there's a payphone in your area that pops up, take a picture with it. We want to know. <laughs> tag us. And tag us in it. We want to know. And. We are going to go and do an Instagram. We're going to find this mythical payphone that Kim supposedly yeah. saw. And yeah. I want to know how much it costs to make a call on these payphones. Right. I would love to take one of, one of our children and have them try to make a call on it. Yes. But they would know that we were using them as... As fodder for Yeah, or as a, as a... Uh, yeah, or as they would prop. know that we were using them as a prop and a, and a punchline. And mm-hmm. they would kill us in our sleep. No, just kidding. Just kidding. They wouldn't. No, Belle would make sure I was awake before she came to me. Yeah. And this is your, why I have... Your daughter. Yes, my daughter would make sure I was awake when she when she came to get me. And this is why I don't fear death. I do fear being mauled, though. Um, She's a little, she can be intense. Very. And I don't know why. I don't know where she get it from. I have no idea uh, where she gets it from. I, I don't have know. a few ideas, I, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm going to hold la, them la. back. Do, 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 do. Okay, but, and that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the end of this episode. <laughs> we love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please love yourself as much as we love you, and have a great day. Bye.